0: Hello and welcome back to the Hybrid Moments Podcast. Yes, I, uh, ah, I missed a week. Turns out, uh, 40 minute files, way too long. And uh, that's okay, that's okay, because now, now I know what to do. Only 30 minute podcasts, which honestly sound perfect to me. Uh, this week, I, uh, I decided instead of torturing my, my lovely mother with a, uh, with a movie, uh, I decided, oh, she loves to read. She can read a book like nothing. Um, although I have tried to get her to read all of Game of Thrones, which I bought her all the books one year. She still has yet to read them. But she did try to read the, the um, Fire and Blood, the one little supplemental thing George R. R. Martin released. Turns out it was less of a book, more of a history book. And <laughs> my mom's like... No, nah, I'm not. I couldn't. I can't. I couldn't keep track of that. So that's perfectly understandable. But this week, uh, I let her uh, read Batman: The Killing Joke by Alan Moore, uh, and uh, it's roughly. Oh well, yes. Illustrated by Brian Balland. Okay. Um, it. Ta uh, ta It's. Uh, it. It was the one of the first. Batman books to really give a more mature uh, twist to the character, other than uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, It was uh, written in the 80s when DC Comics actually took a turn for uh, being less for kids and more for adults, which, uh, from the pre-conversation I had with you, Mom, uh, you you were a little surprised by... (laughs) uh, (laughs) how dark it was right
1: yes very surprised
0: (laughs) yeah um and we were just having a conversation uh i'm assuming this isn't the first comic book you've ever read before right yes it is oh it is um what what impressions do you have of like superhero comic books in general like before reading this
1: Hmm. Uh, my my opinion was that they were childish it's just you know not something uh, I, I couldn't understand what people found interesting about reading a comic book
0: and perfectly understandable I mean um, you uh, you know I would say people of your generation there was only two kinds of people there were the nerds and there was the normal people that just nah I don't read comics I'm good you know that's that's just generation X um, and that's perfectly understandable. Um, yeah, the, um, the 80s was a very interesting time for comic books. Uh, that was around the, that was pretty much the time where, um, DC went from usually always doing, like, kid books. Like, Batman would always, you know, beat up the Joker, or beat up Mr. Freeze, or at that time it was just, like, Mr. Sub-Zero or something, and it it was for kids. It was childish, but then... Out of nowhere, they decided to get European writers to like, oh, yeah, you hate superheroes? Well, make a superhero book and, and, and make it good. And so you had people like Alan Moore, um, Grant Morrison, Garth Ennis, uh, Neil Gaiman all come over and they started writing like pretty much just art and uh, harsh commentaries on superheroes and bringing them into a more um, metaphysical uh 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 or not metaphysical, just a more meta uh 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 twist to it and uh alan moore uh is a very interesting person he um I, I think as a young man he enjoyed comic books uh as an older man he's kind of embittered and uh he looks back at this book and he's like oh no it, it was it was crap even though like honestly if you read it it's good it's not the best thing ever written but it <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, what would you think of it?
1: Um, I don't have anything to compare it by. Um, but I think sometimes the words, like I had to go back and read, because I think um, the phrases or, you know, the sections, whatever you call it, like it didn't really make sense. Um, probably um, it's just the way that it was written that I had to go back and I actually had to re- reread um something because I had to, you know, refocus my, my brain to say, okay, this is, you know, how they're 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 writing it, so I have to go back so I can comprehend. And that was one of the things I had to do. No. So, I,
0: I know you're of course like mostly familiar with Batman and like the movies and like T V shows and stuff. Correct. Um how would you say you would feel like the, um this book compares to um like other Batman Joker movies like The Dark Knight or The Joker
1: um to an extent I think it compares very well um I think the darkness of it is very much like it at, at totally um so in that that's that's what I that's the only thing that I can Comment with regards to that is the fact that I think the darkness does coincide with those, with the others.
0: I highly agree. It is a very, very twisted book. Which uh, let's let's get into a little bit of of the plot. Um, I know the plot. I'm sure other people know the plot. I want to hear you describe the plot.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't understand the plot. Um, I was just reading like I would normally read my other books, you know. Um, And uh, I thought it was just their common uh, bickering, but to an extent, um, like in the beginning, it's like they feel like they, you know, they like Batman and the Joker, um, you know, it's like they want to either kill each other or save each other or if they're looking to be friends, which was kind of odd to me. And uh, I'm like, well, maybe I'm on misunderstanding. So that's where I go back and read some more and read it over. Um, but it, the plot, I think, from what I'm looking is like they actually wanted to um, terminate like their, end their feud, but they couldn't, they didn't know how to do so. So I think that's what I understand from the plot. And ultimately, they really don't.
0: What if I told you you're 100% correct on that? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much it. It's just um, Batman wanting to go to Arkham to just tell Joker that all this needs to stop. All this needs to end. Uh, But turns out, oh, that wasn't really the Joker. And the Joker went out to... Pursue uh, a of plot to um, uh, pretty much just uh, attempt to assassinate Barbara uh, or um, um, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. He fails. He just paralyzes her, uh, and then kidnapping uh, Commissioner Gordon and subjecting him to tortures. As the Joker thinks back to his his previous life, whom I, I, I <laughs> as you said earlier, you didn't realize that that was uh, that this was also a, a Joker origin tale
1: no I didn't actually um, I, I I didn't I, I know there was a section there and I had to go back and I'm like okay I'm just not even gonna you know pay mind to it because I, I couldn't comprehend that because when you turn the page it's like something different and I'm just like okay never mind I you know I, I've gone back to the pages and I reread and I'm like whatever so <laughs> I just kept going <laughs> Until my son enlightened me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it it's all about just Joker trying to prove the fact that it takes one bad day for you to become a a, a, a maniac, basically, and a, and it's just Batman trying to 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 stop that. But I I want to say like since this is full blown spoilers. I I want to go into uh, that the the whole thing of the one bad day is um did did you notice that after all the horrible things that um all the horrible tortures that the the Joker put Commissioner Gordon in did you notice that um when Batman saves the commissioner the commissioner just says hey bring him in by the book and Batman kind of just nah.
1: yeah he uh, the way he responded was yeah i'll try but that was just being sarcastic just to shut him up because he was yeah whatever you say kind of attitude Uh uh-huh yeah mm -hmm, Yeah. i'll I'll do what i want anyway yeah
0: um you can kind of see how like that without even like throwing it in your face kind of just proves the whole philosophy that he has through the whole book kind of wrong and the book still goes through with Joker having that philosophy. It it's just like I, I like that little subtlety of just like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't take just one bad day. You know. It it, it, it you know it's a guy with morals. And the Batman and the Joker are two people without morals. They're both insane, which also kinda like goes into the actual killing joke at the end, I think. Um which we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, like towards the end mm-hmm. of the show. Um, uh, how, um, before reading this, what was your expectation of it? Like, of, of just like from the cover, what was your expectation?
1: Um, the usual, like from the, you know, the times that, that I've seen the cartoons or, you know, the cartoon shows or the movies. Um Batman trying to save the day and Joker being who he is. The Joker. That was my concept. That, that was it. Uh
0: What part of it like since you did like uh, fi- at what point did you were at what point of you reading this <laughs> did you realize like oh this isn't what I think it is?
1: Um I think um at the point when i actually actually was early on because when um when batman talks to the joker and um you know you get that vibe when he's telling him oh i think we need to, we we need to come to an agreement or you know this needs to stop um, it wasn't the normal, as when you see cartoons or anything, where that's a conversation that they have. It's always been oh, I'm gonna get you, yeah, ha ha ha, you know, kind of a thing. And I think that's when I knew that the book was gonna be something different, because I couldn't understand like why, why would he be speaking to him like that, or speaking to each other in that format? That that I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's pretty pretty crazy stuff. Now, um, you you know, like you know, by osmosis that like you know, of course Barbara Gordon is you know Batgirl, uh, in the commission. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, when when it gets to that page of her you know getting shot in the stomach, you know, what what was your feelings of that?
1: Um. I actually, to tell you the truth, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Are the cats going to come in and take her death and make her well? It was something like that. Something like what happened in a cartoon. And um, I wasn't expecting that, you know. And um, that was what I thought. If I turned the page, that's what was going to show up, to tell you the truth. Nope. Didn't happen that way.
0: No, just... (laughs) uh, just Stripped naked and taken pictures of and just left to be paralyzed. Yes. And she was paralyzed for like over a decade, actually. It was like this was like, I think, like all through like the 90s and uh, all of the 2000s, she was like she was paralyzed. It was pretty wild.
1: Um, How do you know that?
0: Cause, Cause, comic books.
1: <laughs> oh. Um, they
0: they they decided to make
1: sorry, some, my first one. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, they they decided to uh, uh make uh the storyline of this comic kind of um, quote unquote canonized. Uh, so it, it it was just for a long time it was a thing that like oh yeah, Barbara Gordon's paralyzed. Uh, but then they kind of revamped the continuity of the books. Uh, back in two thousand eleven and they kind of are like oh now she had an experimental surgery where she has you know her, her spinal column was fixed and she can walk now and now she she now she's batgirl again um and a pretty cool batgirl i mean i, I uh always enjoyed her books
1: oh okay that see that's all news for me i had no idea
0: yeah yeah it's some pretty awful stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh she she was known as oracle she was just um it was where the trope of the uh the the person in the chair that was always surrounded by like computers and was like, "Oh yeah, I I can like, you know, I'll help Batman from the Batcave and just like be a second Alfred to him."
1: Really? Yeah. That's in the comic books? Yeah. Oh, I see I didn't. I, I I I didn't know that. Oh, well, that's you know. Yeah. It, it's oh, perfectly
0: understandable. Okay. Um So, um When, uh, uh, the, the philosophy of the one bad day, um, what do you think of that?
1: Um, I think it's all depending on the person's psyche, um, with regards to having one bad day and it influencing you for your rest of your entire life. Um, so, um... I think it depends on someone. Uh I think the if you're asking me about the Joker, I think that he was already weak-minded. He was um he didn't he didn't have strong um sense of self-worth. Um so I think that one bad day could probably influence him for the rest of his life because <clears throat> he wouldn't know how to bring himself out of it because I don't think he had a strong mental mind to begin with. So um, on someone else, no, it it could make them, you know, sit and focus and, you know, and say, okay, I'm not going to let this define me. But I think the Joker was already weak to begin with.
0: Now, you, you, with Batman, obviously, you know, from, from all other forms of media, he's always kind of viewed as, you know, The tough guy as like the the strong you know brilliant mind and and brilliant body um do you think that him and the joker are you know they they always they of course in the dark knight they kind of played into a little bit of it but do you think that uh batman and the joker are like far off in their uh their morality and their sanity
1: um um I I don't think so Um, I think that It may come out In a different fashion Um, However Batman um, I think Batman makes himself Be perceived As the hero um, But then he does it At whatever expense Kind of a thing Where he thinks he's invincible and so does the Joker, to an extent. He does. So um, I think they both think that they're, you know, they're right in their own way. Um, so no, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're they're all that off from each other, um, except I think the Batman he has a classier persona to an extent, and he tries to be suave. Um,
0: now I do kind of want to from there uh, get to the the actual killing joke Um, you know for those that don't know the joke at the end that the Joker says is uh, you know uh, two lunatics in an asylum they both want to escape so one night they get to the roof of the building and one of them has a flashlight and they can see from a, 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 um from the building kind of a, a row of other roofs to freedom so in between the buildings of course is you know a large crevice so they kind of one jumps over to the other building but the other one is afraid of heights so the other one offers hey i have a flashlight why don't i shine, shine my beam of light and you can walk on it and come to the other side and the other lunatic says do you think I am crazy you're just gonna shut the light off before I go across well or while I'm halfway there and of course at the end you know Batman kind of you know chuckles at it and they both start laughing and they just keep laughing until the laughter just ends you know with Batman like kind of putting his hands on 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 Joker's shoulders and they just both start just cackling and then it just fades away how did you feel? Like, how, how did you feel when you read that?
1: Um, that they're both just crazy, and they they know it. Like he, Batman, I think, thought that he can make Joker somehow, so, subconsciously, or with some kind of mind game, get him to do that. But he's crazy. He's not stupid. So excuse me. <laughs> So um, he's like, yeah, you think I'm dumb? I mean, come on. <laughs> so uh, I mean, like Joker said, he's crazy. He's a bat who can fly. You know, kind of a thing yeah. he thinks. So um, yeah, no, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I do think it is funny because it's like, yeah, how, like how can Batman truly think he he himself can reform someone else who's crazy? like it it's it, it's the 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 big funny thing and at the end since it does and so just um open what do you think happens at the end like what do you think happens like when the laughter ends
1: what my perception would be yeah. um I have two perceptions. Let's say I have one perception where Batman just pushes Joker. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one would be when they'll probably, you know, or the Joker will go ahead and do something to him. He's always, he's always has something up his sleeve. Um What that would be, who knows? And they'll end up, you know, fighting or whatever. And, I don't think the Joker really fights. Um, that's one thing. I, he just hackles and he just lets himself. I think he literally lets himself get arrested to take you the to truth to, to some extent. I think he so normally too. does. So yeah. it's something. E- either those are the scenarios, you know, because I don't think I've ever really noticed that the Joker really does anything. Yeah. But yeah, he. Uh, that's those are the two scenarios for me. Is either you know the Batman just pushes him. Ha-ha, yeah. (laughs) Or or literally he arrests him, one of the two. And if you really think about it, I think it would be funny if he just pushes him because they're two kookies. But Batman thinks of himself too highly to do that. He he wants justice. So, you know, the comic book would probably arrest him and put him in jail. He'll come out again.
0: I know, um... Um, one of the most famous writers out there uh, Grant Morrison Uh, he uh, always had uh, the theory and I think there's a a lot of other people that had this theory is that at the end you know of course they're both like cackling laughing um, and Batman puts his hands on Joker's shoulders and you just see them of course the the laughter slowly fade out into black Um, his kind of idea was that Batman basically just strangles Joker to death
1: about this about the strangling I don't know I don't even though he's i I don't think that he would I think honestly that he would push him I think he'd push him yeah yeah
0: yeah all right then um well this being your 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 introduction into comic books uh would you ever read another comic book only if I had to <laughs> <laughs> um uh uh if you had to read another combo would you want it to be something that was um more along the lines of superheroes or more along the lines of like uh, um not superheroes, like something that's like more um no, realistic quote unquote.
1: No, I, I'd like to it, it would have to be a, a comic book, like a like a superhero thing. Okay. Um yeah. Uh yeah. And I think one of the reasons um that i find reading comic books um or reading this one was because i <laughs> i get in en- i get enchanted by the photo
0: <laughs> oh no that that is
1: so i i i am not used to that so you know you you look at the photos like i noticed that i found myself looking at the 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 the, the, the pictures yeah and then reading Um, because to me then it sort of made more sense to me to an extent, but yeah, I think that it's distracting.
0: I, (laughs) that's interesting. I think honestly that, I mean, I don't know, I've never asked about how other people have like their strategy of reading comic books. To me, that's always been kind of my thing is I look at the picture and then read the bubble.
1: (laughs) I didn't know. Um, (laughs) yeah, it, uh.
0: I, I think there's something really, if you find yourself reading the, the looking at the picture before the, um, the, the writing, I think there, it says something about that because um, I think it's really hard to make a book where you can tell your entire story probably without the bubbles and just the art. And do you feel like without the bubbles, you could tell what the plot was?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's, It's, uh, the the art, like, Brian Bolland was amazing. Um, unfortunately, uh, I, I want to try to find one of the old, uh, printings of The Killing Joke. Because the, um, originally the coloring for the art, uh, was more, um, it was more neon. Instead of, uh, being very monotone. And, um, it just, um... I don't know. I feel like it 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 would just pop more if if it was a lot more of the the oranges and greens that were originally in the book. Um but yeah, no. It's a it's a good book. I I always enjoyed it. And uh would you say you you enjoyed it? Like how many stars would you give it out of 5?
1: I'd give it a 4. Mhm. I'd give it a 4.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for reading it. I I, I deeply appreciate you giving it a try
1: you're quite welcome i did i did Uh, um
0: there there's a lot there's a lot more uh good stuff out there um that um i feel like branching out and reading new things is always fun and if you're ever interested in anything i got it it's fantastic
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know you do
0: (laughs) well uh, thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode of the Hybrid Moments podcast uh, about Batman's The Killing Joke. Um, yeah, fun times, good times. I hope everyone out there is being safe and healthy, and uh,
1: just good luck out there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.